Good morning, everyone. My name is Andrew Hamilton. I'm the Vice-Chancellor of the University of Oxford, and it's an enormous pleasure for me to welcome all of you, to welcome especially President Enrique Garcia and colleagues from CUF to this second CUF Latin American Center conference held today in St. Anthony's under what I think are going to be sunny Oxfordshire skies. So welcome everyone to uh, a nice day in Oxfordshire. And for us, it's a delight to have you here to welcome you all back after the success of the first conference that was held uh, here a little under two years ago. And indeed, I think we can all say that the establishment in 2012 of a partnership between CUF, Development Bank, and the Latin American Center here in Oxford has heralded a new stage in the university's study of Latin America. The world has continued to see great changes in that time, and I think all of us would agree that the subject of this conference, the emerging middle class in Latin America, is indeed one of those changes in response to the growing economic power of that region. And if we didn't need it, this past week has given us even more evidence of the importance of this topic, with the Brazilian elections reminding us the way in which situations, economic and financial, can alter anywhere in the world, but especially in Latin America, can alter very rapidly. And I'm sure we all recognize that the potential for such change is one of the areas that will be, I am sure, part of the debate and discussion in the conference today. I very much hope that today's conference proves to be a successful as its predecessor, and it's a great honor for us to welcome President Garcia and his colleagues from CUF here today, as it indeed is a great honor to welcome so many diplomatic representatives who've come from London and elsewhere to be part of, of today's discussions. We are delighted at the attendance of so many students, both Oxford students and students from other institutions around the UK, who are with us today, it's an indication very much of the interest around the country in Latin America, and that interest we all recognize is growing. Area studies is something that Oxford does rather well. By my calculations, the Latin American Center, representing as it does that focus on Latin America, here in St. Anthony's, by my calculation, it turns 50 years old this year. And it has a proud pedigree of research and teaching in all aspects of Latin America, attracting scholars and students from Latin America and around the world to come to Oxford to focus on this critical region. And also to provide the resources, to provide a research library on the region, to uh, be part of organizing seminars, workshops, and public events. The Latin American Center has a long tradition of research in history, democratization, and political economy. The Latin American Center operates multidisciplinary MPhil and MSc programs in Latin American studies 
and, of course, also supports DPhil students from across the university with interests in the region. The Latin American Center is one of six individual area studies centers in the overarching School of Interdisciplinary and Area Studies here in Oxford, and it's that umbrella and its operation that is a good example of the way in which Oxford University focuses its research and its teaching on the world around it. One of the great strengths in Oxford we are very proud of is the way in which its members and their research interests overlap in so many different ways across colleges, across departments, across research centres, enormous expertise is built up and then becomes interconnected. The study of financial regulation, for example, might bring in researchers from colleges, from area studies, from economics, from mathematics, from the business school and from politics. I know of no other institution which has such strength in depth across so many different areas. And in this same way, the Oxford University is home to a very strong community of Latin American specialists, particularly in Brazilian and Colombian studies. We operate a dynamic Brazilian studies program with a focus on the politics and global emergence of Brazil, as well as Brazilian history, finance, international relations, literature and environmental policy. But above all, Oxford prides itself on being a global university. We might be located in this damp little corner of Oxfordshire, but we are a university with its eyes firmly focused outwards to the world and for the world. Around 45% of our faculty members and researchers are from outside the UK. And over 60% of our graduate students are from other countries as well. Our students from Latin America number over 150. And we have 40 faculty and researchers from who originate from Latin America as well. And our students throughout the university come from more than 150 countries. And our staff similarly come from more than 100 countries. We are a very international university. We, we not only study other parts of the world, our faculty and researchers also look at the problems that affect the world. Some of the most intractable issues that, in face, that face humanity today, we all recognize are global issues that only will be solved through the transnational collaborations that universities like Oxford make possible. And we're very proud of the great focus that we place, for example, on climate change, on issues around migration, on international finance, resource scarcity, energy, many other uh, issues of, of immense global interest. But for today, it's a great pleasure to be focusing, discussing a critical issue in Latin America, and President Garcia, we are immensely grateful to the CAF Development Bank for its support of our academic endeavors focused on Latin America. Six students have studied for an MSc in Latin American Studies with your support, President Garcia, and three senior researchers have visited Oxford to work and lecture here. 
with cuff support. In addition to the events here in Oxford, researchers and students have also, through cuff support, been able to visit Latin America for their studies and research. My colleagues in the Latin American Center here in Oxford and I are hopeful that we will be able to pursue and extend our partnership with you in order to broaden and deepen our research and teaching in the issues uh, around Latin America and its development and to maintain the truly global nature of our enterprise here at the university. So it's my great pleasure to open the conference this morning to welcome you, President Garcia, to Oxford with your colleagues. As I said, the sun is shining, or at least we hope will shine before too long. It's my pleasure to give you a brief, uh, uh, a small souvenir, President Garcia, of Oxford. This is a book that some of you will, will know of Oxford and its colleges. And one of the things you will notice, President Garcia, in every single photograph in this book, the sky is blue and the sun is shining. And, and it, it's clearly, we, we, we are a university that base ourselves on scientific evidence, and that's clearly evidence that the weather in Oxford is always sunny. Welcome. Well, thank you very much, Andrew, your kind introduction, especially for this uh, wonderful thing. And uh, I'm going to give it to Andres Rujeles, who works for me. And I'm very pleased that I have so many witnesses here, because what normally happens when I travel, they give me a book or some special thing, and, and I don't want to take it with me in my luggage, and so I give it to, to Andres. But I never get those things in my office. <laughs> I was invited for dinner at his home about uh, six months ago. I was surprised he was not invited me for so many years, but I, then I, when I went there, I understood why. <laughs> because when I saw, I saw so many nice things around, and that were all the gifts I received during the trips I had. So thank you very much, uh, Andrew. Uh, welcome, Margaret. Uh, certainly, it's a great honor, a great pleasure to be here and to be back in, in Oxford, this great university. And uh, quite frankly, I was so pleased to listen to what you said because actually I don't have much to say because you said all the relevant things about the, the strong relationship that has been built between CAF and, and Oxford. And indeed, uh, to have this variety of activities, not only this conference, which we started two years ago, it was a very successful one, and we hope to continue in, in the future. But the same way we have seminars in, in Latin America, you mentioned the, the scholarships, the research, and all the elements that uh, are so important. And indeed, uh, for a, a development bank uh, like uh, CALF, uh, it is very, very crucial not only to, to think in terms of financing projects, but also to provide value added in terms of knowledge because that's one of the main elements in which we can contribute to the development of, of Latin America. And in fact, uh, we have built up a, a network of relationships around the world so that we can share experiences, uh, good experiences, bad experiences, and to have the best uh, knowledge and thinking 
and of course being here at Oxford. And thank you very much. And to Margaret, to Anthony's College, it's uh, certainly a great honor. Uh, when perhaps a, a little commercial, uh, many of you perhaps don't understand what is CAF, but CAF is a, it's a multilateral development bank. It was a very small bank about 25 years ago with five countries. And today we have close to 20 countries and we have become uh, one of the leading institutions in Latin America. In fact, the level of operations that we have around $12 billion a year in, in loan approvals and other products, it puts us in a more or less the same level of the World Bank and, and the Inter-American Development Bank. But there is one very specific uh, difference which I believe is worthwhile to, to mention, is that we are the only relevant uh, multilateral bank in the, in the, I think in the world, that is owned in, by emerging countries. Because you know, in the model of the World Bank, the Asian Development Bank, the, all those institutions, you have two types of, of members. You have the donor countries, the US, UK, and Japan, and so forth, which put resources, don't get the services. And on the other side, you have the, the borrowing countries, the, the developing countries, which are the ones who put some money too, but they are the ones who receive the, the benefits. In our case, everybody is a donor and a recipient. And that makes a very important difference because the agenda that's built in the institution is an agenda that comes from the region. So I just wanted to make a little commercial. Now, going back to the, to the issues, uh, as you recall, uh, two years ago in the conference, those of you who were here, it was a time in which we were very, very pleased to, to say, which is true, that Latin America has had a, a tremendous period in, in, starting in late, uh, late 90s, especially in the first part of, the, of, the, of, the, of this uh, millennium. Until, and at that time, we also said that we were very pleased to say that thanks to good policies, macroeconomic policies in general, a good <laughs> tailwind from the terms of trade effect from uh, Asia, especially China, Latin America was able to, to cope and be resilient to the uh, severe crisis that started with Lehman Brothers and the things in 2008. And in fact, after a short period in which growth went down, we again restored growth. Now, in recent times, nonetheless, uh, especially this year, we see that the, the winds have changed. And although Latin America has very, in general, with some exceptions, of course, has a very sound policies, macro policies, uh, there are many challenges that the region has to face and, and challenges that are more on the structural side to look ahead in order to restore a path of growth that will be higher, that will be sustained, that will be uh, inclusive, uh, of course, efficient and sustainable from the environmental side. And in the context of the good things that happened in Latin America in the last 15, 20 years, in addition to, to raising standards of growth and so forth, one of the elements that we can share is the fact that the poverty reduction has been a very, very fundamental success story in Latin America in several decades. And this, in fact, has changed the picture of the region in terms of having now a new group of people who are out of poverty and who are or believe they are in the middle class. And that's one thing. And the second thing is that Latin America, there was a rural, rural area 
in the past two days in urban life. And as we will see during this excellent seminar, and thank you very much to all the, all the personalities that are coming here from the academic and from the political and, and, and practitioner side uh, to, to, to present their views. What we'll see is that the big challenge is how this ambitious change that has occurred in these few last years to put these people in a different stratum can be sustained. And I have a question for the panels and say, is it viable to, to sustain that if the Latin American economies will be growing again at normal levels? Not what is happening this year, but what we have seen in the past of an average of 3%. And my belief, strong belief, it's not possible. So that's a big challenge. And we have seen in recent times uh, elements uh, that are worrisome, like, for instance, the manifestations of... Uh, of insatisfaction that we have seen in economies that have been so well managed during so many years, like Chile, for instance, or what we have seen in Brazil in recent times. So this is a big challenge. And here we have a great combination of, of speakers uh, which combine academic views, international organizations, uh, uh, people who come, like uh, former Minister of Economy and Finance of, of Peru, a very successful country. Miguel Castillo, who is here, and so I'm, I'm sure that we're going to have a very, very positive view. So thank you again, uh, Andrew, Margaret. Thank you. Thanks to all of you, and welcome all the, to see young people. It's very important. And remember, Andres, you have to take that and deliver it to my office. Huh? <laughs> thank you. I'd like to thank both the Vice-Chancellor and, and President Enrique Garcia for having said everything that I would say. And so you've left me with a very pleasant task of not saying very much indeed, but to echo your thanks and our great appreciation for what the bank has done for study here at Oxford. I remember when we had a very nice ceremony when you and your colleagues came to announce the cooperation between the Latin American Center and, and Oxford on the one hand and, and the bank and, and how pleased we were because one of the things that we take very seriously is bringing the brightest young people from around the world and giving them an opportunity to meet other bright young people from around the world. I'm going to say just a very little bit about St. Anthony's College because this is where you are today and some of you of course are members of the college and some of you may not know it. But we can say I think without boasting that we are the most international college at the University of Oxford. We study the world. We have attached to us seven different regional centers. We have a number of programs which range from North America to Morocco. We study so the former Soviet Union. We study Africa. We study Latin America. We study Europe. And what I think that does is make it possible to make comparisons across continents. I mean, we make comparisons within regions within Latin America, within the Middle East. But what we also do is provide the atmosphere and the community and the very small space in which people simply bump up against each other. So at meals in the college, at special lectures in the college, at seminars in the college, you will get people who bring expertise from a number of different disciplines, but also from a number of different parts of the world. And I think that helps us all because it gives us ideas, it gives us fresh perspectives, it gives us ways of looking at things which we might not get if we were simply studying a particular area. And so I think what goes on here, and of course what goes on in Oxford as a whole, is a wonderful melding 
of peoples, of ideas, of different approaches, and it never really stops. We don't stop in the classroom. When we leave a room like this, we don't immediately uh, revert to our normal concerns, and, and although we sometimes do, we do sometimes talk about football and movies, but the conversation goes on. And that's what's so wonderful. I mean, there's no stopping the conversation at meals or you bump into someone in the streets. You will often talk about things that have happened, about lectures you've been to, about books you've been reading, about ideas that seem interesting and new. And so I think to enhance this, which is what CAF has done and others have done, I think is, is enormously important. This year we had some 200, just over 200 students coming to the college for the first time. They're all graduate students. And they come from 50 different countries, which will give you a sense of the mix of this college. I sometimes feel like a stamp collector because the registrar will say to me, we have a student from Libya this year. And I say, oh, good, we've never had that before. We have a student from Malta. So I add it to my collection. And our alumni are quite literally around the world. But one of our strongest groups of students is from Latin America. And we're very, very proud of that. We have a long relationship with Latin America. And we have produced a number of students who have gone off, and we like to think we've contributed to this, to play very important roles in Latin America. I mean, for example, the chef du cabinet of the present president of Mexico is an Antonian, and his immediate assistant is an Antonian, and we like to take at least a little bit of credit for that, so that we do see ourselves as very much playing a part in the education of people, and we're delighted that you're here today, and we're delighted that we're able to have this conference. When I was here as a student some 50 years ago, I think, there was a Latin American center. And what strikes me so much about the conference today is how very different the subject is. When I was here in the late 1960s, the topic of the day for Latin America was the development of underdevelopment. And there was a lot of interest in that. The idea that 50 years later, we would be talking about the emerging middle class in Latin America, its causes, the challenges, and the opportunities, I think would have struck most people as highly unlikely. Um, the focus on Latin America, the concerns for Latin America were very different. And so it really is wonderful, both that we're having this conference and to see the way in which the intellectual and academic agenda for Latin America has changed as Latin America itself has changed. And so you are really dealing with a subject of enormous importance, both for the present and for the future of Latin America. So welcome all. I hope you all have a very, very good conference indeed. I'm sure you will. And I hope you don't all try and escape too often into the sun. Thank you so much.